0: Welcome to Joanna and the Maestro. Hello, Maestro. This, oh, this is a question for me, Joanna. If Stephen was a piece of music, what would he be? Oh, my God. Ooh, ooh, he'd be quite leapy and quite cross and quite, but actually he'd be divine and rather enchanting. I think I'd take him to his favourite. I think it would be Richard Strauss. And I would put him actually into that very last trio at the end of Rosencavalier. <laughs> <laughs> very really lovely. Except those are women. But anyway, look, if he was a man, if he if he, if he was a man, I'd have him as Cavradossi, mm, Luce, Luce Van Listelli. Okay, oh, and Stephen, if Joanna was a piece of music, what would she be? I'm simpering already.
1: Ooh. well, off the top of my head, I would. If you were a piece of music, I would say Ravel's Daphnis and Chloe.
0: How thrilling. Left me in the dark there. Um, <laughs> I love it. I'm going to whiz into one which I want. I would like this to be quite quick. It's um, Heidi writes in Heidi Gassett, I'd like to buy LPs and CD music. There's such a great selection, and it's hard to know which label to buy. How can I make wise choices in purchasing music? Can you, or do you have to just listen, or do you just pick a huge name like Deutsche Grammophon or something? How do you do it, Stevie? Look,
1: I think in the in 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 the past, when the big labels like Deutsche Grammophon, HMV, uh, EMI, when they were um, vying for attention, um, one one would look very very carefully for for what what what. Um, what recordings they were bringing out of a Verdi opera, um, and they all represented different artists. Um, but to cut to the chase, I'm so pleased you're you're still uh, buying for your collection CDs, um, and now vinyl is coming back, mm. LPs. Which uh, a lot of a lot of musicians um, like me, for example, enjoy slightly more than digital CDs because they're... well,
0: Heidi wants to buy LPs. So should she go to a vinyl shop and of shop? Yes, just, yes. There are, this uh, is where you find things. Take it out of its sleeve, look at it, see that it's not badly scratched. But it probably isn't. I mean, we've been to terrifying places, landfill sites where they're just shipping great huge piles of, of LPs which nobody wants. We've seen books being thrown away by booksellers with tears streaking down their cheeks saying, nobody wants to buy books, nobody wants these. We've got to stop this waste of all this beauty and magic. Um, I, I would say that these
1: days um, there are lots of small independent companies now because the, the larger companies have, have largely evaporated um their costs were too high um and nowadays you 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 you'd you'd have a vast choice and I wouldn't be I wouldn't be dissuaded by one label rather than another however there are extraordinary companies like naxos which um quite quite some years ago now Began a series of modestly priced recordings, and th- th- what they have done is made available all sorts of music that wasn't previously available. Mm. Um, and you, I I can't praise them enough. That so, that is a good a good benchmark, if you like. But pursue vinyl, Tracy. Pursue vinyl. Um, you will have great fun.
0: Here's something which is quite interesting. This secret person's called B. Dumbreck. So B. Dumbreck, I don't know I don't know what your name is, but I'm going to call you B, because that's quite sweet. B says, if you were to take a worldwide poll on naming the most famous painting and the most famous piece of classical music, the runaway winners would undoubtedly be the Mona Lisa and Beethoven's fifth. Now, are these works the greatest painting, he asks, and classical pieces ever produced? Probably not. I can, however, understand, he's writing us a bit of a lecture here, understand why da Vinci's Lisa would top this poll. It would be a combination of the artist himself and, of course, the smile. But why would Beethoven's Fifth be at the top of the classical music poll? It, is it as simple as da, Vin- da Vinci, that little smile? Or is it the Beethoven himself and the first five notes of classical music's equivalent to the smile? Or is it something else? I mean, is it the combination of Beethoven and da-da-da-da? He, he longs to hear your thoughts, Stevie. He wants to know what you think. Actually, his name's Barry. He's written Barry at the end. Barry, thanks Barry,
1: thank goodness. Um,
0: he likes the podcast. He says, thank you for a wonderful podcast. No, I'm very touched. Makes me feel so happy. Go on, answer that. I'm very touched. Answer Steve. Beethoven 5 and the Mona Lisa. Okay,
1: well just a point of order here. I make it four notes, bam, 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 rather than five. Well, no, he said
0: Beethoven's fifth. He didn't say the five notes, did Uh... he? I think he just said Beethoven's fifth. Oh,
1: well, look.
0: Those first, he wrote first eight notes. Eight notes? Da, 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 da.
1: Ah, right. Okay, gotcha. okay. you're gotcha. good for you, Barry. <laughs> okay, go on. Um, you, 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 you bring up the point of um, what what's best known. So, to a certain extent, I think Beethoven's Fifth. Well, two things. That, that, that's a that's a very big hook. When we talk about hooks for songs and um, and riffs um and and in 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 classical music's case um that that opening is so identifiable and so simple it's it's almost etched in granite they're, they're instantly memorable and never forgotten really but but also it became so important in in for us Brits in the second world war
0: it was a call cool sign wasn't it yes
1: um that's right so it, it's one thing what makes a work the best known, because of course there are there's there's that wonderful film with Ryan Ryan O'Neill, um Elvira Madigan, um, when when it, the music is Mozart's Elvira Madigan
0: Concerto. I don't think that was Ryan O'Neill. It was two Swedish people. Mm, It was Elvira Madigan. Mm. I know that it was was Mozart's 21st and it was the second movement. Please correct us. Yes, it wasn't Ryan. It's okay, it wasn't you. He thought he was in a dream. He suddenly thought, I've turned into a Swedish person and I performed in a film. It was not Ryan O'Neill. Why
1: can I? Anyway, anyway, the point is that 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 made that piano concerto... um, um, amazingly famous that is a great work and Beethoven's Fifth is a great work um, I, I think all of us I, I think artists in particular actually you, um, don't like being identified by one thing they did because every piece of work they do is, is different, they're saying different things um, we often say Maybe that was their uh, one of their better works. Um, and some composers are only remembered for one work out of all their works, the Unsung Heroes, as it Do you it were. think
0: there's a tendency in human beings always wanting to grade things and put things number one? I noticed there are all kinds of playlists which come top of the thing. What's the top of the Who came first? We're obsessed with winning. And so quite often people say, the most beautiful building in the world is the Taj Mahal. Well, it's the most stunning monument and and sort of temple, but it is it really the most beautiful thing? Or is it just so identifiable and we can relax, knowing that it's that the most of the world goes, oh, the Taj Mahal. Most of the people say, yeah, the Mona Lisa. Most of the people say Beethoven's fifth. And maybe it just gives us comfort. It doesn't mean to say it is the best. It just means it gives us comfort to know that many, many people have been too lazy to think of an alternative. I loved right. Beethoven with all my heart, but I would never pick the fifth. Uh,
1: yes, it's interesting, isn't it? I, it and and I, I think just to end on, I could only... I, I I might say that I believe The Marriage of Figaro by Mozart um, is um, an incredibly great opera because it encompasses so much of human nature and comedy and real drama, and... Um, but I could not be without. I I it, I couldn't choose that at the expense, i.e., of giving away or or ignoring um Mozart's Tutte or Idomineo. So um in in a lot of ways I think charts um do us a disservice. Um but there's no gain saying the market will prove that um, most people will prefer this to that.
0: Barry, thank you so much for your interesting and, if I may say, very provocative question.